cliffcentral.com. But I'd like to bring into the show this morning somebody who I'm really excited to talk to. We're going to speak to Mr. Peter van Binsbergen, who is uh, the CEO of BMW South Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa. And I'm excited to talk to him because this is easily one of the most loved brands in the world. And he is the man at the helm of it. He took over in January as CEO. And it's a great pleasure to welcome him to the show this morning. How are you, Peter? Good morning, Gareth. I'm really well. Thanks very much. And thanks for having me on your show. It's such a pleasure to meet you. Um, it must feel quite, um, quite scary in some ways and also extraordinarily, uh, fortunate and, 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 and inspiring to be in the position you're in as the CEO of a brand that all South Africans across the board absolutely love. BMW, obviously one of the most well-known car brands in the world and here especially so, so popular. It must be, um, it must be slightly uh, intimidating to occupy the role of CEO, which you took over in, in January. How's it been? So far, it's, it's been great, Gareth. Um, I've been here seven months in the role. And after 18 years abroad for the BMW Group, I must say it's wonderful to again be able to work in my home country with fellow South Africans. So that's been a, an awesome seven months. We've had really great results so far this year. So I think an excellent start and intimidating, yes, but a great pleasure at the same time. So how does it feel uh, to, to be the first South African CEO for this, this country in the group's history? Because you said this is your home country and, um, and you know, that, that obviously brings with it all kinds of knowledge that you have and experience that you have of South Africa. But, um, it must be quite groundbreaking for, for BMW to, to appoint a, a homegrown person here. Yeah, I think that's a bit where the intimidating bit comes in because um, when I started my career in the auto industry here in South Africa some 27 years ago here at BMW South Africa, I never in my wildest dreams imagined that one day I'd be CEO. And so it's it's a great honor and privilege coming back um, into this this company where it all started as CEO. But at the same time, it's it's quite a big responsibility because as you've mentioned, being the first South African in this, in this role, I want to do the home team proud and mm. you know, home games are the most stressful. So um, <laughs> it's, it's a bit stressful in that regard, but um, I'm in it for the long haul. You know, I've, I've made the commitment to this role uh, on a long-term basis. So um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm South African and I'm here to stay for a while. And I'm really excited about the plans that I have together with the team and I have the time to do it with them. So I'm looking forward to the challenges ahead. I've met some of your team at, at BMW South Africa and you've got some very, very smart and very capable people there. So I'm sure it's not going to be hard to yeah. get all of that together. But I've always wondered if you're the, the CEO of a, of a brand that has such history and such um, such weight and such gravity to it. And, and really BMW, as I said earlier, is also a very popular and famous brand in, in South Africa. Now, how much of yourself can you inject into a role like, like CEO? I mean, how do you align the vision that you have for the vision of the brand, which is so well established? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the first thing is that I can, I can really use the experience that I've had with this oh. company because I have the, the same passion you've mentioned um, for the brands of the BMW group as, as many of our consumers luckily have. And I've been with the company for 27 years. I've had the privilege to work at our, at our head office in, in Germany and in Munich. I've worked in the German market itself. I've worked in Japan. I've worked in China. So I've, I've mm -hmm. managed to experience our, our brand in its breadth, let's say, and in the, the many cultures in which we are active. 
and I can bring that experience back home now to South Africa and couple it with my my knowledge of the local situation, the local cultures, and of course the local company and the people within our within our value chain. So I think bringing these two things together is is something that um, that I certainly can can add to the role here. And um, with with that, I have short and long term objectives, of course, already already planned out. So Peter, the the big buzzword at the moment is obviously e-mobility and everybody's talking about um you know electric cars and and the future of of mobility and the future of transport in the world and and this is something that bmw have not been slack to come to the party on in fact i think if you asked a lot of south africans which cars they know about which brands of cars they know about that are um, electric vehicles they will probably mention your cars because we've seen them on the road before there is already infrastructure in place it seems like bmw were ahead of the curve in many ways in this respect and i'm not just saying that because you're sitting here with us now this is something that occurred long before you were the ceo of bmw south africa but it is something which i think bmw could be quite proud of so give us a an overview of where you're at and what the plan is going forward because this is something we could be we could be really uh, invested in as a country and something that, that we could all take uh, huge pride in absolutely and as part of the transformation of our local industry that's one thing that we definitely have to embrace it's electromobility it's really important for our local production base and it's important from the perspective of the consumer here. So it's no surprise that BMW is, is easily recognized because we've been at it for more than a decade now. Right. Our, our sub-brand BMW i was born more than 10 years ago. And so um, we already have a good footprint, let's say, in people's minds. And what's coming now, though, I would say, is is the products of many years of research and development in electromobility. And we're about to launch 25 electrified models. So that means either a plug-in hybrid or a fully electric battery electric vehicle by 2023. So that means in wow. the next three years, there will be 25 electrified models available from the BMW group. And many of those will come to South Africa. And you know how our industry works. Um, new products stimulate demand. Mm-hmm. And so this is an essential part of my growth strategy for BMW South Africa. And so absolutely essential that electromobility finds a footing here in the South African market. But what do you think our big challenges are? Because in, in adopting e-mobility, obviously there are, there are things that we have to face up to as South Africa. Do we have the necessary infrastructure? Are we able to, to put into plan the, the operations and the ideas and the, and the goals that you've set for BMW in a country where very often, you know, we have issues around power generation. <laughs> we have issues around, uh, the, the, the way that our road system works. You know, transport isn't always ideal and overcoming those obstacles must be a very, very tough part of your job. Yeah, we certainly aren't there yet. But I think the, the biggest challenge is building a, a conducive environment for electromobility here in South Africa. And, and I've mentioned already that it's both the production side of the story as well as the consumer front. Let's start with the consumer. The most important question any customer asks is, will I be able to charge my electric car? Mm-hmm. So of paramount importance is a charging infrastructure, a network here in this country. And the second thing we've seen in Europe where electric cars are, have taken a really strong footing already is that government incentives that help bridge the price gap between a cheaper electric or petrol car and an electric car really help get the market going. So um, these two things are, are key topics for our market to get the ball rolling. 
our job as the as the manufacturer is to bring attractive, exciting products that make people want to experience electromobility. And I believe with the 25 new products I've just mentioned, we are going to do just that. We're going to offer consumers the opportunity to drive the future today. And I think that's that really is going to get the ball rolling. Now, you, you did mention there are going to be 25 of these products, but I'm, I'm curious, and yeah. I'm sure most people are, this is where it really gets exciting. And it would be remiss of me to say to you, oh, that's great, 25 products, and not to ask you what they are. So let's just talk about the actual electric cars that you plan to launch in South Africa. Some people may already be familiar with some of these. Some people may not. But maybe you can give us a little bit of insight into what the models are that will be launched. Okay, just to recap, you know, coming from BMW i, we already have the i3 fully electric vehicle in this country, a number of plug-in hybrids, and the Mini SE, which is also a fully electric vehicle. Right. What's coming now, and I can tell you about three of the products. The rest, the rest are still a bit secret, so I'll have to keep your, your listeners um, waiting for a while longer to hear about all 25. But I'll tell you about three. And mm-hmm. the first one is a, a really groundbreaking new product. It's called the iX. I'm sure you've, you've heard about Absolutely. it. It's coming to South Africa end of this year already. And that's an SUV about the size of an X5 with a range of about 600 kilometers. Wow. So really real world range in a vehicle that can be used for everyday family motoring and some very modern technology in this vehicle and a very new interesting style for the BMW group. Then we've got something called the iX3. As you can hear by the name, it's a fully electric derivative of the Evergreen X3. Yes. This product is a nice mid-sized SUV, has a range of about 450 kilometers. I think the ideal, ideal family car, you know, mom's taxi, take the kids to school, go shopping, right. etc. So a wonderful car, I think, for our South African conditions. SUV combined with electromobility. And then comes a, a personal favorite of mine. It's called the i4. This is a very dynamic and stylish, fully electric derivative of the 4 Series Grand Coupe. So this is the 4 Series, which normally is our Coupe variant, but it's a four-door variant, so it's we call it a Grand Coupe. This vehicle has 500 kilometers range, and in the top uh, variant, an acceleration from 0 to 100 of 3.9 seconds. That's M territory. So this is a combination of a family car and sports car in one, and it's electric, so really exciting, and it's a car I think people really are going to want to drive. Fantastic. Um, you'll, you'll have to keep updating us on the rest of that list of 25 because that's very ambitious and I'm sure that you're going to deliver on all of them, but people want to know. So, um, it's not going to be long before they, they're knocking on your door asking for the next ones. Sounds amazing. So, how, so. how is BMW? Cause you guys, uh, like a lot of the, the big motor manufacturers, you're very well connected and I'm sure that you're working with government to try and help adopt e-mobility in Africa and in South Africa. And, You know, if you have them on your side, it helps. And I think, you know, there are many people in government who understand that this is inevitable. It's the way things are going. It's the way that if we want to be a country that competes with the rest of the world, we need to have an infrastructure that that makes it possible for you to bring those amazing cars that you've just mentioned into South Africa. So how are you working with government and what kind of things are you doing together? Well, we're working very closely with both government and industry, so NAMSA. And it's been extremely productive. Um, we've had a number of meetings where we've sketched out what is really important. How do we overcome these hurdles? How do we make this conducive environment for electromobility? Yes. Um, of course, the topics of charging infrastructure have been on the agenda, incentives to allure consumers into that step. But also, how do we bridge the gap from the current production framework, which 
the entire supplier network here is really focused on internal combustion engines to get our production network also future-proofed into electromobility. And all these topics have, have resulted in a green paper on electromobility published by the DTIC. And I think they've taken all of our input into that. And what's really important now, I think, is that we, we get some decisions, that the green paper becomes a white paper, and that we get on with it because um, tire, the, the clock is ticking and then time is running. But it's been really great cooperation. And I think the most important fact is that government and industry have the same view on what we need to future-proof our industry here in South Africa. I think that sounds terrific. Um, one last thing, um, just some, some words of motivation. We've been through a pretty tough time uh, thanks to coronavirus, and I know that, that for you guys in, in, the, in the, the, the vehicle and motor, motor industry, it's also been a tough time because a lot of the, the plants haven't been operating at the kind of uh, rate that they might have before. Suppliers may have had to shut down in various parts of the world. You guys have such an incredible network, and everything is so carefully timed and everything so carefully ordered in advance and manufactured perfectly in time. And, you know, there's a huge amount of German efficiency that's going on here too, I'm sure. But I want to know from you, because you're the, the, the only person in the position who can actually say these things, uh, what motivation can you give to alleviate people's skepticism, not only around e-mobility, but also in terms of, of the general uh, state out there for, for vehicle sales and for everything else to just make people feel a bit better and, and to think about e-mobility as not just something in the future, but something which they can do now. Yeah. Well, I think the skepticism you, you refer to is, is obviously there. And I think it's because many people have not actually um, experienced an electric car. And my motivation to everybody would be uh, to go out there and, and have that experience because once you've test driven such a car, you can appreciate the quietness, the smooth drivetrain, the absolute ease of driving. You can literally mm. drive with one foot and allow an electric motor to do the braking for you. And you can find out how easy it is to charge these cars and actually how well the range fits to your daily needs. So I think electromobility is something to look forward to and not to fear or to think it's it's a, a fad for only the early adopters. And I feel we've reached many early adopters already, and that's partially due to our products. I mean, the i3 is a bit of a polarizing car, but I think the, the products we're about to launch on the market now in terms of variants, I've just mentioned three to you, mm -hmm. in terms of their, their style and design, and yes. their and their range are really those those products that will appear to a much broader customer group. So my motivation would be go out there, book a test drive, experience one of these cars, you know, take it home, see how easy it is to use. And I think you'll all be motivated that um, driving the future today is really exciting. And generally, you talked about motivation. I think our market is much more resilient than many people believe it is. I mean, we've had a torrid month in July. We all know what sure. happened. And, and nonetheless, um, actually, the results of July were, were respectable. And I think our, our segment has potential. I believe the car market here has potential. I believe the manufacturers of this country are all doing their best to offer the customers you know, the best products suiting South African conditions. And it's up to us to work together now to, to bring South Africa back to um, a level of success that we've known in the past. And we all need to work on that together. Well, listen, I know how busy you must be, so I'm really appreciative of the fact that you could spend some time with us this morning. Uh, you do, you, you're in charge of a brand in this country, which again, it's worth stating this over and over again. Some, some kids grow up just dreaming of one day being a BMW driver. 
Um, you have a brand that is extraordinarily popular and that has deep roots in South Africa. The fact that you're our, our homegrown CEO is just terrific. And, and I wish you the best of luck. I mean, you've come in in a, in a really exciting time as CEO, and there's going to be much to discuss over the next couple of months. I'm also delighted that we got to hear it straight from you. Um, you know, a lot of these, uh, these things we might read in the press, sometimes you miss them, sometimes you don't. To actually have a conversation with you this morning was a great privilege. Thank you, Peter. Thanks very much for having me, and have a great day. Thank you. Peter von Bensbergen, who is the, um, the CEO of BMW in South Africa. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Terrific, terrific stuff. Thanks. Good to see you.